When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Rolling on today in the Clay and Buck Show. I'm solo. Clay off for the day back on Monday. Thanks for joining. 800 800- 282-2882. Man, we are going to cover a lot of ground this hour. The lies the libs are telling about the price you pay at the pump. A lot of alliteration right there. But we'll explain why it's nonsense and how most of these Democrats would clearly fail Econ 101. Also, their climate change religious belief is getting crazier and crazier as we see the impact that it has on our national security. We should be joined also by our buddy Alex Berenson in about half an hour or so. Coming up here, bottom of the hour, when we're talking about the possibility of yet another variant, because I think, I'm just going to go out on a limb, I think what we're going to see is just like with the flu and with colds, a lot of variants, endless variants, mutations, changes in the virus. That is what is going to happen with COVID. And so, I know we keep on hammering on this because it's not over, right? So that's why. There's a reason that we keep saying uh, the masking up on planes. They they don't want it all to go away because they know it'll be harder to bring it all back, you see? That's why they want to leave some remnants. Almost like they want some copies of the virus to stay somewhere hidden so that it can come back out and infect the host body as an analogy here. Just saying they want some of it to be there so that there's the possibility of a resurgence of the mitigation restrictions that we had seen that didn't work flatly didn't work. We all know we got Fauci out there saying, you know, oh, we got to be ready for another surge. And, you know, if we if we're nimble like cat like reflexes and we come back all at once and double mask, Lysol, the grocery, social distance, don't go outside, avoid sunlight, get fat and depressed, maybe we will reduce the curve by several percentage points. I mean, that's essentially where we are now. So, yeah. He's back, though. He's out on the scene. But I told you I wanted to speak to you about the border, and I think it's very important we do so. It's uh, middle of March. We got a midterm election coming up. And here's one thing that any smart Democrat strategist knows. The border is a disaster for the libs because the American people, they don't care that it's lawless, that there's an ongoing intentional evasion of our federal laws going on that is enriching the cartels, that is allowing for the infusion of Opioids into the country that kill over 100,000 people a year as of last year. I mean, mostly opioids. There's some other drugs in there, too. It's about 70% of the overdoses overdoses are opioid-related. 
All of this is happening at our southern border and what the Democrats quietly know, and it's why you won't see coverage of this, you won't see analysis of this, is that the American people are not with them on this. A a solid majority of the American people, 55, 60, maybe even 65 percent, recognize illegal immigration as a problem, something they'll want to see less of, and understand that our border is a mess of lawlessness and dysfunction and violations of sovereignty, which is why this story struck me as particularly interesting. The Biden team, this is the Washington Examiner uh, just yesterday, the Biden team fears a mass migration event from axing Trump pandemic expulsion rule. Now, this might sound like, well, hold on, what's the Trump rule, which one remain in Mexico, which, oh, no, this is Title 42. This is the CDC authority, which is terrifying. Now, whenever someone says CD, CDC authority, I say, uh, I don't think they should have that. <laughs> like, I, don't, I think we've all learned the CDC is a politicized mess, and it's Fauci and Walensky's little fiefdom and is unaccountable and is also just a massive failure. Didn't make things better over the course of the pandemic. Didn't actually protect us in any meaningful way from the virus with the policies. In fact, they made it worse. Think about that. The CDC, I would argue, made the pandemic worse. For a federal agency that really exists for this moment, more than any other time in its history, I think that is more than enough justification to take a long, hard look at its funding and to do a massive house cleaning when Republicans come in, essentially fire all the senior bureaucrats who are otherwise, what's the point? Why do they get to make so many wrong decisions? But we'll come to the CDC and covid lockdown side of the discussion in a few moments. Going back to the border, Title 42 allows Border Patrol to turn away people because we're in the midst of a pandemic. And if they let that expire, now we're back to where we were before entirely, where people just game the immigration system. And here, the primary way that it has been gamed under the Biden administration is family units show up. And even with Title II, uh, Title 42 authority, the family units, because Mexico and some along some parts of the border was not taking them back, they were being allowed into the U.S. and then claiming asylum. And so there has been this one way, if you showed up as an adult single male at the border and were apprehended. There are tens of thousands of gotaways on a monthly basis too. people that just drive or sprint into the U.S. But if you were if you were caught violating U.S. federal law, entering the United States without permission and you were a single adult male, you could and in many cases were turned away, put back on the other side, the Mexican side of the border uh, because of Title 42. What happens if the Biden administration gets rid of this? Well, they worry that there will be, quote, Department of Homeland Security Intelligence indicates 25,000 migrants waiting just south of the U.S.-Mexico border could rush to get across in April when the Biden administration is set to meet with Mexico about stopping expulsions under, uh, under what is called Title 42. Such a surge would only add to the existing border crisis. This is all in the Washington Examiner piece. An average of 5,000 to 7,000 non-citizens have been encountered attempting to cross illegally each day over the past year, far beyond the 1,000 that the Obama administration said would constitute a crisis. The border right now, in terms of lawlessness, violations of U.S. sovereignty, importation of illegal drugs and human trafficking and The cartels making money and having influence on the Mexican side of the border, on both sides of the border, really. It is worse than it has ever been. Think about this. The Biden administration is remarkable in achieving records, record inflation, record illegal crossings at the border, right? record price of gas. Go down the list They're They're number one in so many bad ways. And on the border, we're going to have to be getting the word out about this because the Democrat media is not going to touch this, obviously. They know that when it comes to winning uh, primaries, you know, Democrats play the open borders amnesty game all day long. But when it comes to a national level election in the, in the close races, they know they know that in purple states, important Senate races, important House races that could go either way. 
amnesty is generally and open borders policies are generally a loser for them. So they want to have it both ways. They want to. And this is a constant with the Democrats pretend to represent something other than that, which they do. They want to do a head fake. Oh, no, we want border security, too, man. We're all about it. No problem. Yeah, we want to have a big reform of immigration. You see, we're going to really secure that border. Maybe we'll do some kind of a some kind of a phase for the dreamers pathway thing. You know, they always start muttering about it. Oh, you're amnesty. You're illegal aliens being allowed to stay in the country forever illegally is amnesty. They can call it whatever they want. We don't have to use their terms to concede the debate before it's even happened. So this is what we're facing right now. The Biden administration knows if they drop this Title 42 authority, they may have 25,000 people. It'll be something of a replay of the, what was it, fifteen to 20,000 uh, Haitian migrants who all camped out at the border in an effort to try to come into America, in an effort to try to evade the normal immigration process, skip to the front of the line, break our laws and be rewarded for it. Now, I know a lot of you say, oh, Buck, well, what about we should we should have. First of all, the Democrats are never going to send the military to the border, as you know. Fair point. Worth worth at least pointing out that they don't want the National Guard to be there. They don't want this to happen. But I think it's also important for everyone to know that the problem at our border would not actually be solved by even if we had the big, beautiful wall that Trump had promised. And I mean, from from coast to coast wouldn't solve the problem, even if we had. National Guard deployed, you know, all along the border to help out with border security. It would help. Don't misunderstand me. This would help. It would not solve because here's the fundamental challenge we face. We still have a wide open door through the asylum system and people abuse it. And they come into this country where there's no interior enforcement. They are surrendering themselves. Illegal immigrants cross into the country, which that act itself is illegal I mean, the physical act of walking onto U.S. soil, not at a port of entry, that's illegal. They walk in, they wait. I've seen this. So I'm not, not like I read about this. I've seen this dozens and dozens of times as it happens. They wave down Border Patrol. So even if you had National Guard down there, they would just wave down the National Guard and say, hey, I'm here. I want my asylum. Now bring me water and a sandwich and get me medical care. That's what actually happens. So it wouldn't solve the problem. It would help to solve the problem. We need a change in the political will to enforce the immigration laws that we actually have. Which means interior enforcement. It means people that come into the country illegally who do not have a legitimate asylum claim are turned away, are found when they don't show up for their hearing or found when they sometimes they show up for their hearing for asylum are denied. And then there's another hearing, believe it or not. That is their deportation hearing. So they can choose not to show up for that one. There are multiple steps in the process. Do you think the Biden administration is enforcing any of this? Of course not. Of course not. Because they like the flood of illegals into the country because they view them as as primarily, not entirely, but primarily future Democrat voters. And also it makes all the libs who live in major cities and are obsessed still with CNN and The New York Times, etc., makes them feel good about themselves because you know, they send their kids to private schools. They don't worry about the burdening of the public school system. They don't worry about the costs of all the, you know, whether it's English as a second language instruction or what it does to hospital emergency rooms. All these things that have been discussion that Democrats used to agree with Republicans on in the past about illegal immigration. That doesn't bother them. They think it's fantastic. Uh, and the fact that it suppresses wages for workers, which is true, by the way, another supply and demand situation that Democrats deny It doesn't affect the whole country at once, obviously. You can't see illegal immigration affecting wages nationwide in any industry when you do it county by county along the border, when you do it in places where there's been a large influx of illegal immigrant arrivals. You do, in fact, see. And there's analysis from professors even at Harvard University that will show you that there is an effect on wages. They do not want a secure border. The Democrats do not want this to stop. And we have to remind the American people that this is a question of politics and political will. Now, it's not just about this. It's not just about offense. It's not just about additional resources. It's how do you enforce the immigration laws at our border? Do you have remain in Mexico in place? You know what they've been doing with that, by the way, slow rolling it. They put like a few dozen people in the in the remain in Mexico program, but they say they're doing it 
so that there's a talking point, and then they know that if they really did it, they would just be admitting that Trump was right, so they won't really. So the DHS under Biden is lying to you, effectively. They're lying to you. They don't want to remain in Mexico. They don't want a secure border, and they don't want the flow of illegals to stop. And we may see 25,000 of them all at once try to come into the country in one place, overwhelm the system, and you know what you'll have? Democrats come up with some narrative of, oh, but Border Patrol was so mean. Remember the horse-whipping story with the Haitian migrants? A total lie. Did a single journalist who went with that, who propagated that lie at the time, feel badly about it afterwards? Of course not. The whole point was to create a narrative of the good guys, so to speak, are the ones that want illegal immigration into the country. They're the nice people. The bad people are the ones that want to enforce our immigration laws. We're the only country in the world, for some reason, that is not allowed to have immigration laws. It is racist for America to prevent some people from coming into the country illegally. That is the actual position of the left. Every other country can do whatever they want. That's fine. They have sovereignty. We're not allowed to have sovereignty. We're also not allowed to have a market when it comes to fossil fuels. We'll talk about that. Our friend Alex Berenson joining here in a few minutes, too, with the latest about the vaccines, the next round, another variant. I know. I, I wish we were done, but not yet. We're among a large group of Pure Talk customers listening today. This is the company providing cell phone service at a much better price than the bigger companies you might think of, like AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile. Pure Talk has the exact same level of service as one of those companies, but because they don't have the large overhead expenses, their monthly price is just a fraction of the others. $30 a month, for instance, versus $80 or $90 a month. Family plans have people saving as much as $800 a year or more. With Pure Talk, all of that happens with you keeping your same phone number and same phone. You're just switching a small computer chip easily found on the inside of your phone. In 10 minutes' time, you're saving $50 or more a month, making your calls and texts on the same towers and the same network as one of those bigger companies. Pure Talk's best value deal is here now. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. From your cell phone, dial pound 250. Say Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Dial pound 250. Say Pure Talk. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 
995 GOLD. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Everybody is indeed working for the weekend. And we have a whole other half of the show to get through before we can get there with you. Thanks for rolling the Clay and Buck show. I had the right song in mind there, right? Just, make, just making sure. I, that's what, man, I got to make sure. I, I need to listen to more. I need to listen to more music these days. We have our friend Alex Berenson with us now, as promised, here on the Clay and Buck Show. He is author of Pandemia, which is a bestseller, despite big tech trying to make it tough for him because it's a great book. I've got my copy at home. Also, subscribe to his Substack. Lots of excellent reporting and analysis there, Mr. Alex Berenson. Great to have you as always. Thank you. Thanks, but where's Clay? Is he uh, is he watching some college basketball or something? Oh, he's betting it all on lucky number seven in Vegas. He's <laughs> he's out there doing some sports stuff, and he said, "Buck, I'm going to throw you the keys to the Ferrari. You're going to drive it today solo." And I said, "Sir, yes, sir." So here we are. Um, <laughs> all right. But uh, tell me, tell me this one because uh, I, I see this. I, I got mixed feelings. On the one hand, Fauci has reappeared, as we just discussed before you came on, and he's already saying, you know, we've got to be ready to go back to whatever level of mitigation. And I'm, I mean, I just want to start screaming profanity when I hear that. I honestly want to completely lose my mind. And anybody who goes along with this, I want to yell at them too. But here's what we've got. Let, let's let's look at the data. And I know you sent this out in your most recent Substack, an analysis of this. This is the New York Times. In South Korea, a spike in COVID cases meets a collective shrug. South Korea has reported its peak daily coronavirus infection number at 621,328 cases in a country of 50 million people. So this would be like a few million cases in one day in America. What what is going on here, Alex? Because we, you know, they're they're ninety percent plus vaccinated in South Korea. They were so strict on the masking and everything, and now they're having their all. This, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. All time high caseload for South Korea for COVID in one day. Uh, yes, I mean, and not not just that. I mean, this is as far as I can tell, and you know, I follow this pretty closely. This is the highest number that any major country has ever seen in terms of a percentage of its population in a single day. So, so it's the equivalent of four million cases. And this is not like, oh, we you know we grouped up a, a month of testing and we reported in one day. No, no, they had four hundred thousand the day before. They had four hundred thousand the day before that. Then they had six hundred thousand. They they are they are everyone in the country is getting Omicron. Okay, here's what's happening. It's very simple. The mRNA vaccines not only offer no protection against Omicron after, you know, maybe two months after that, you know, you get your second dose or you get your booster dose. It's now pretty clear that that not long after that, they actually accelerate the transmission because they reduce your um, they reduce your protection from infection. So, so so protection actually goes below zero, meaning meaning you're more likely to be infected if you've been vaccinated than not with Omicron. And and we could talk about why biologically that is, but... but, but Can, but can you put I, that, because you know, there's, there's, big, there's big thing, Alex, I got so many things. Can you try to put that in layman's terms for us, how that could sure. possibly... Because you hear that, I mean, I'm sure people's heads are exploding. How could that even... Fit? Let's just assume, I mean, I'm sure people would argue and everything else. Let's assume that's true. How could yeah. it be true that the vaccines have negative efficacy? Okay, so, and, and and it is true, okay, the data is, it's not just from South Korea or New Zealand or Canada or Britain or even the United States or Denmark, it's from all these places, okay? People who are vaccinated are getting infected more 
rapidly with Omicron. Okay, the reason probably is, almost certainly is, that the vaccines are very powerful, okay? They make you produce antibodies to the spike protein of the coronavirus. That's what they do, okay? You get this RNA, your body produces all these spikes, your body then then recognizes that there are these spikes in, in it, and it needs to produce antibodies to it. Great, that's what they do, that's what they're supposed to do. There's only one problem. The spike has mutated. The coronavirus has mutated. It has probably mutated directly as a result of the fact that the vaccines are so powerful in this way. So if you're the virus, and you're not thinking about this, but you're doing it anyway, you evolve away from the antibodies that all these vaccinated people have. So the Omicron spike is different. It looks different. You know, it's, it, you know they, can, they, can, they can do this uh, essentially modeling of what it looks like in a very you know, complicated way. It's this tiny little thing, but they can predict what it's going to look like, and it doesn't look the same. That means that the antibodies that your body has made, not all of them work as well against it as they did against the original spike, okay, if you've been vaccinated. And you don't have any other antibodies. Here's the other thing, Buck. If, if, if you're not vaccinated against the coronavirus and you get the coronavirus, once you beat it, you have antibodies to the spike. You also have antibodies to the other parts of the coronavirus. That, that's how natural immunity works. None of those people who got vaccinated have antibodies to the other parts of the coronavirus until they get infected with the coronavirus itself, and maybe not even then, because this these vaccines have wrong-footed our immune systems. Okay, That's, that's a stunning. I mean, obviously people are going to flip out about this, Alex, but you're no stranger to that. But I, I would want to know. I mean, let me just, so everyone listening to this can have a, a sense, a, a full-spectrum sense of the argument Try to try to tell us. And I know this is I almost can't say this out loud. Fauci and and the rest are talking about the need. Forget about mitigation measures for a second. But there's still a talk about shot number four. And and you just had I think it was Moderna shot number four emergency authorization for everybody. How can they tell us when South Korea is over 90 percent as an entire country vaccinated and somehow hitting an all-time high caseload for COVID right now, that the shots are a good idea at this point. Like, what's the Fauci explanation? So, so, so they're going to say two things, okay? And 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 things are true, but 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 they don't change the overall picture that I'm painting for you. They're going to say, a, if you get that fourth shot, your antibodies are going to go back up. That's true. Okay. So what happens is you get the first shot and the second shot. And you, after the second shot, you have a ton of antibodies, more antibodies than you would have if you've been infected and recovered. Your body doesn't actually want to have that many antibodies, so it very rapidly cuts them down. And in a few months, you don't have more antibodies than you would have had after natural infection. And again, you don't have the same diversity of antibodies. Okay, so then they boost you, your antibodies go back up. If they boost you again, they'll go up again. The problem is the same thing happens again. Your antibodies go right back down. Okay. And you don't get another kind of protection in the same way following vaccination. You don't get what's called cellular immunity, okay? You don't get the same breadth of T-cell responses. Again, it gets really complicated, but your, your listeners are going to have to believe me on this. There's tons of data on it. So what, the, what these people will tell you is we think slash hope that if we give you another shot, it's going to improve the, what's, uh, what's called the the efficacy of your antibodies. They're going to they're gonna become more mature. They're going to become better at attacking all kinds of spikes. There's not really good evidence for that. It's more a hope that they have. Okay? They have to tell you something. What's really, what they're really trying to do is just buy a couple months. Okay? They're really just trying to jack your antibodies up again so that if you're infected in the short term, you have so many antibodies that even though they're not sort of optimized against this spike, enough of them will work against this spike that you'll have some protection against serious disease and death. That's really all they are hoping to do at this point. And anybody who says otherwise is essentially lying. Here's also from this New York Times piece about South Korea having a huge spike in cases right now, everybody, just so everyone's on the same page here. Everyone used to be hush-hush about getting infected like you were causing a nuisance, according to a bartender who owns two cocktails in Central Seoul. He added, the perception now is it's like getting a cold. 
Okay, this is in the New York Times, so I know they're just citing some random person, but the perception in South Korea, and they're choosing to highlight this, is it's like getting a cold at this point. Well, if that's true, why are they still, I mean, New York City has employee uh, employment mandate shots still, and, and they're talking about bringing back more shots in the fall. Right. So all these people, they're sort of caught between all the lies, okay? So, so Omicron, the one thing they have going for them is that Omicron is less, virulent than delta was or the original wild type virus was okay so a lot of people especially younger people healthier people they're yes you get it everyone gets it i think we all know that now everyone boosted or not vaccinated or not gets omicron most of those people if you're young you basically don't have much problem with it right most of the time and these people want to pretend that's because of the vaccines it's not true it's just because most people, and when I say young, I really mean under 70 or so. If you're not morbidly obese, you're gonna, you're not gonna have that much trouble with Omicron. Okay, so the smart thing to do would just be essentially to let this, to let this fade out. Okay, to do what the South Koreans are doing, just to say, you know what, everyone's gonna get it, but we, and there's not much we can do about it at this point. But for whatever reason, they're Fauci, these people, they're not there yet. And so and it's partly their own fault. It's largely their own fault because 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 the vaccines don't work. There's so many cases right now worldwide and in the United States. There's still a lot of deaths. They're at a level that we were told was unacceptable when Donald Trump was president. So they can't just say, you know what, like, yes, 30,000 people a month are dying with slash from COVID. And yes, there's all these infections. But no, we can't do anything about it. We tried. We failed. We just have to live with this going forward. They're not they're uh, I guess politically it is impossible for them to say that. So they are promoting this thing that anybody who looks at the data in a broad way can see does not work. OK, you, you, you have to look at the worldwide numbers and you have to look at countries that are really highly vaccinated, whether it's South Korea or Denmark or the UK. There's a lot of countries that are more highly vaccinated than the United States and they have tons of infections and lots of deaths right now. The mRNA vaccines have failed they they were they were a nice idea but they don't they don't work biologically as we hoped alex berenson everybody subscribe to his Substack and get your copy of pandemia alex always appreciate it we'll talk to you again soon talk soon buck when it comes to men's underwear tommy john's gear is the real deal when you're wearing tommy john clothing their underwear their everyday loungewear you're that much more comfortable i'm wearing a tommy john hoodie right now it's my favorite thing to do the show and i've got a few of them with dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John goes above and beyond to make the best quality gear you can wear. It's amazingly comfortable. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Clay and I are two of them. I'm the first person to admit I'm a big-time purchaser of these Tommy John products. They're everyday T-shirts, lightweight pullovers, their underwear. It's all made to fit and feel as fantastic as you'd ever want to be. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. Shipping and returns are free because every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Go to TommyJohn.com slash buck today for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash buck. See site for details. Welcome to the third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck Rolling solo here in NYC for the day. My main man, Clay Travis, is out in Las Vegas having a great time. We'll be telling us all of his stories, and we will be going, I'm sure, head-to-head with our bracket challenge for the NCAA on Monday. Although I have to look and see what my bracket actually says. Um, we'll be diving into all that then. In the meantime, the First Amendment is under assault in this country in so many ways, from big tech, from the woke left, from... Insane libs who don't believe in basic free speech principles anymore. So we probably shouldn't call them liberals. A whole other discussion. I think authoritarians is better. I don't even take progressives over liberals. We just call them libs because that drives them insane. The New York Times has an op-ed out from the editorial board. So this is from the combined intellectual might of such luminaries as Charles Blow and uh, Maureen Dowd, and I don't know who else works for the editorial board there, but other folks, Thomas Friedman. They're saying, for all the tolerance and enlightenment that modern society claims, Americans are losing hold of a fundamental right as citizens of a free country, the right to speak their minds and voice their opinions in public, 
without fear of being shamed or shunned, end quote. Problem is, the New York Times is the problem when it comes to the First Amendment and so many other places just like it. So I want to bring on our friend David Ifun right now. He's a longtime friend of mine in the world of media. David is the publisher of the newly relaunched New York Sun, NYSun.com. David, great to have you on. It's always a pleasure, Buck. Something rich here about the New York Times suddenly discovering that the First Amendment is something that liberals no longer really hold to and therefore are not actually liberals in any classical sense. And beyond that, I'm sure you would you saw, David, uh, David that uh, at uh, Yale University, a speaker was shouted down, a conservative speaker, so aggressively that the police had to be called. This is at Yale. Yeah, I mean, look, the the trail of bodies is far too long for the New York Times to be taken seriously on this issue. I mean, look at the likes of Barry Weiss, Adam Rubenstein, James Bennett, their editorial page editor, uh, Donald McNeil was a health correspondent. These are New York Times journalists who were forced out because they made others at the New York Times uncomfortable. I mean, even as we speak, um, there is a note appended to that infamous Tom Cotton or famous Tom Cotton op-ed where the New York Times says, after publication, this essay met strong criticism from many readers. And based on that review, we have concluded that the essay fell short of our standards and should not have been published. So really, can, can we just remind everybody, David, that was about saying it. as a sitting U.S. senator writing that the National Guard should be sent in to stop massive riots in the summer of 2020 under BLM's banner from continuing. Right. Exactly right. And, you know, facing pushback instead of sticking up for Senator Cotton's right to say what he had to say, even if it made some people at the Times uncomfortable, they still have a note on the website saying that the essay fell short of our standards and should not have been published. It fell short because it made people uncomfortable. So here's the New York Times really engaging what I might call in uh, firefighter arson. They're responsible for setting these fires that they're now claiming that they want to put out. And the fires that they're talking about are creating, uh, contributing to the creation of an environment where many Americans, truthfully, don't feel comfortable saying what they really think or what they feel. Also in this New York Times op-ed, they write, Americans feel the burden of this and know it exists. In a national poll commissioned by the New York Times Opinion and Siena College, only 34% of Americans said they believe that all Americans enjoyed freedom of speech completely. They, the poll found that 84% of adults said it is a very serious or somewhat serious problem that some Americans do not speak freely in everyday situations because of fear of retaliation or, uh, or harsh criticism. To this, I just say the 34% who believe Americans actually have free speech in this country, I think they're the same ones who cheer on the big tech shutdown of the entirely accurate Hunter Biden laptop story, the hardcore authoritarian left, which has managed to decades ago pretend to be about free speech. But now that they have seized the commanding heights of information dissemination and control of journalism and the news media, they want to shut everybody down, David. Yeah, I think that's the, the, there's truth to that. And the numbers that The Times publishes there make it quite clear that those that are more in favor of that kind of policing of free speech creating what you might call a lateral fear society. It's not coming from the government per se, but coming from others in society, especially major media outlets who see their role as, you know, policing what people can think and what they can say. Um, you know, they, they, they have really uh, been the ones who created that environment and the Times Zone numbers that they publish show that a lot of that is coming from the far left. Speaking of David Foon, publisher of the New York Sun, which has just been relaunched. And, uh, David, I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, this is a, a newspaper with a long history in New York City, and you've now taken the helm, and, and you and your team are working to make this, what, a kind of antidote to the madness of the New York Times? Tell us about it. Well, there's definitely that in the New York Sun's history, and I want to encourage everybody to go and check it out. It's www.nysun.com and consider being a part of it. Um, the New York Sun was founded in 1833. That's 18 years before the New York Times was founded. It's got that 200 years of history back Lincoln during the Civil War. It really has been a fundamental pillar of American journalism. But really what it's specialized in 
is in its role of being in touch with the people and serving as a voice for the people. Its masthead declares the famed slogan, it shines for all, a voice for all people, not just for the woke or for limited audiences. And really that's in bringing back the sun. Um, it's, it's, it's been a response to our concern and the concern of many over the way that media, major media outlets conduct themselves today, especially on this issue, especially in policing what thought is acceptable and what thought isn't. And, you know, the Sun has this fantastic tradition, uh, incredible history, 200 years of history. It's got Pulitzer Prizes. It's uh, that uh, Gothic masthead, New York broadsheet. So in many ways, it really is that parallel to the Times and really competed with the Times uh, in its first iteration and then more recently on the newsstands from 2002 until 2008 in New York City. And now we're bringing it back primarily as a, as a digital enterprise but with uh, a reach across the United States. Look, we know that there are a lot of people that are departing from standard media consumption, ma mainstream media consumption, if you will. But our thought is that the American way is to participate in building a better alternative. And that's what we're offering here with the New York Sun and invite everybody to be a part of it. NYSun.com. David Foon, publisher of the newly relaunched New York Sun. David, great to have you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Always a pleasure, Buck. Speaking of New York and relaunches or redos, Governor Cuomo is not done with you either. He sees Fauci making a comeback, and he gets a little bit jealous. What do I mean by jealous? He has decided that instead of going off into obscurity after being chased out of office for being a little grabby, perhaps, a little bit of a, you know, a little too touchy, a little squeeze here, a little squeeze there. Not good. He's back, though, and he wants you to know he's running. I'm serious. Right? He actually is. And I give full credit to uh, my co-host, Clay, for right away just saying the only, re so the only reason Cuomo resigned was to preserve the possibility of running again. Otherwise, he never would have resigned, which is what I had assumed at the time. But you have to think like a crazy, uh, maniacal narcissistic lib to understand their next moves and this is what cuomo is obviously so here he is with the latest telling everybody oh yeah the extremes in the democrat party are dictating things we now see that with the democratic party we see extremists mm -hmm. dictating radical positions in many ways which are driving the democratic party there's a great Democratic pundit on TV I love to watch because he's funny, James Carville. He says the woke Democrats and what he calls the noisy Democrats are driving this extremism. Yeah, they run the party, Cuomo. That's, that's the thing. That's the reality here. So if he believes that this is a, a pathway forward, I think he'll be, well, he'll run. And he might actually do pretty well. He's running for... Attorney General and, and New York Democrats may, according to the polling, be very willing to uh, forgive and forget the situation of his sexual harassment, which was really what drove him out of office. It is still remarkable to me that this guy sent senior citizens into nursing homes with covid. And then remember, even if you think that that was fog of war and maybe, you know, then actively lied about it and covered up numbers in a way that's really criminal from the from the people of New York State, he didn't resign for that. He resigned because he was touching. And, and remember, he made that video. I'll never forget. He's like, sometimes I give a kiss, a kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the forehead, maybe a little nuzzle on the neck. I get a little bit touchy, a little bit grabby. It's my Italian heritage, he said. I know a lot of people with Italian heritage. They're not all grabbing and smooching strangers all the time, you know? Isn't it amazing? You have Cuomo with this problem, and then you had uh, you have Biden with the hair sniffing. I mean, what, is it too much to ask these powerful Democrats to just be normal, just be a little normal? Apparently it is. Apparently it's far too much. So he is making a comeback here in New York, and we're going to have to watch it because Fauci's not done with the spotlight. Neither is Cuomo. He is not finished either, I can assure you of that. There's no disguising or hiding it when you're in physical pain, really. You have to deal with it. Getting through the day contending with chronic pain is just hard. You know it. 
What would you give to not feel like that? $20 maybe? Would you invest $20 to see if you can stop feeling that way? Three weeks and $20, and you can find out if you can be out of pain or not. Created by doctors and perfected over 15 years of scientific research, Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that was made for you. It goes to the source of the pain, which is most often inflammation. Our friends at Relief Factor have developed a three-week quick start pack. You take Relief Factor three times a day at breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three weeks, and you'll know if it works for you or not. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried Relief Factor. About 70% of them have gone on to order more. Those are amazing odds. Relief Factor works for seven out of 10 people. Are you one of those seven who will live their life in less pain? Created by doctors and perfected over 15 years of that scientific research, Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief, relief factor. Feel the difference. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back into the Clay and Buck Show. We're going to the final moments together before we all head off for our weekend. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you missed any part of it, go check us out on the podcast. Follow me at Facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Please click follow there so you'll see all the good stuff we're posting. And I told you that we would have a particularly talented Trump impersonator on. And so Clay and I just uh, earlier this week had a discussion with 
Captain Deplorable, as he is known to his fans. And we did a fake interview of Donald Trump that I think you're going to want to hear because it really is fun. And we all like Trump, but we had fun with it. Play it. All right. So we have an absolute favorite Trump impersonator out there, Sean Farrash, who makes Alec Baldwin sound like an amateur when he does his Trump. No question about it. Sean is phenomenal at it. And he's also one of us. He is somebody who supports President Trump and does a great impersonation of him as well. Go to CaptainDeplorable45.com. Clay and I thought it'd be fun to have Sean on for the best fake Trump interview we could possibly do. And with that, we'll get right to it. So, Mr. President or Mr. Fake President, what do you want to say to the people out there across America who miss you and want you back? Well, listen, you call me uh, Mr. Fake President. If that was my real name, would be Sleepy Joe Biden, okay? Because I'm not the fake president, but uh, I'm probably the realest president the world has ever seen. You know, Vladimir Putin would never have done it. He never would have dared to touch another country, you know, when I was in office. And he didn't do it. They said I was a puppet, and uh, I clearly wasn't a puppet. I was the one thing holding the world together when you look at it, peace in the Middle East. Putin wasn't doing anything. A little rocket man, you know, he stopped shooting bottle rockets. He stopped shooting them. He stopped shooting missiles all over the place, over Japan. So I'm your favorite president, not the fake president. I'm your favorite president, uh, and I love your show. And you two do a tremendous job. And to the American people who want me back, the best is yet to come, believe me. Do you think uh, you could beat up Joe Biden if the two of you got into a fight? Do you remember when he was saying he'd like to take you behind the, uh, you know, the the schoolyard or whatever? What do you think would happen if you two actually got into a fight? Well, I think what would happen, it wouldn't last very long. You know, if you look at it, uh, he could barely make it up the stairs. We call it Stair Force One. You know, he fell three times. Stair Force One, when you look at it, he fell and then he fell again, and uh, just to make matters worse, he fell a third time. So I don't think he wants to go behind any sort of, uh, he called it a high school gym. You know, the only thing he wants to do behind the high school gym is maybe check on Hunter. You know what goes on behind the school, so it's a terrible thing. Maybe he wants to check on Hunter, but I don't think he wants to uh, start a fight. I don't think that's what he's looking for. He's very sleepy. We're speaking here to a version of, uh, of former President Trump. And so, Mr. President, I'm just I'm just wondering, I mean, what what are the the calculations that you're making right now about whether you're going to come back and run in 2024? What are you thinking about? Well, we can't say it, but we could actually we could say it, but we can't say it. You know, I say it all the time. We're going to do it a third time. We're going to do it a third time. They say, what is it? I said, you know, we can't actually say it because then they're going to come after me. The fake news, you know, the fake news, CNN. Their heads have been spinning for so long, ever since Clay. You know, he talked to uh, Brooke Baldwin. She was a fantastic person. The First Amendment is what he said, and some other things, you know, and I have to say he's a fantastic person for saying that the First Amendment and that Brooke Baldwin lost her mind. But you watch it, the fake news is going to say he's announcing too early. If he says it now, he's announcing too early. He's breaking the law, so we're not going to say it, but we're going to say we're going to do it a third time when you think about it. We're going to do it a third time, and everybody's going to love it, believe me. Mr. President, we got the NCAA tournament underway, and I know you're a big sports fan uh, historically. What do you think of the NCAA tournament uh, as we're finally getting back to some form of normalcy? And did you fill out a bracket? You know, Buck here, he, he hasn't filled out a bracket before in his life until this year. Can you believe it? Well, they call it March Madness. And I think the real madness is happening over in Ukraine. We have no idea what's going on. They call it March Madness. I saw somebody, his name is Comfortably Smug. He's on Twitter. He's a fantastic person. They have the liberal hack, March Madness, at the number one seed. Is Brian Stelter, would you believe it? The number one seed is Brian Stelter for the Liberal Act Tournament of the Year. I don't watch a lot of basketball anymore. You know, a lot of things, they happen. These kids, they're fantastic athletes. Then they go to the NBA, and all of a sudden, everything becomes about China. And I think it's a disgrace. So I watch the Liberal Hack Tournament, and I have Brian Stelter winning it all. Nobody's a bigger hack than Brian Stelter, maybe except for Rachel Maddow. But nobody's a bigger hack than Brian Stelter, number one seed. Haven't filled out a bracket for basketball uh, because we've been dealing with a bunch of things. But I look forward to seeing both tournaments. It's going to be wonderful. What about uh, your boy uh, Jeff Zucker losing his job at CNN? Did you take some small measure of uh, glee or pleasure in that? 
every time one of these people goes away, you know, every time you saw Jack Dorsey, he's gone. You saw Jeff Zucker, he's gone. You saw even Andrew Cuomo in New York, he's gone. And now replaced by, I call her Cuomo in her dress. We talk about it, Kathy Hochul. It's like Scooby-Doo, you're going to pull off her face and Andrew Cuomo's going to be there. She's Cuomo in her dress, she's actually worse. Every time one of these people leaves, they get replaced by somebody even worse. The new person on Twitter, even worse. You're looking at the new guy at CNN, even worse. He came from The Daily Show. You know, I think he came from Stephen Colbert. What a disgrace. He came from there, and now he's leading CNN. I love seeing Jeff Zucker. He's out of there. It's a wonderful thing to get him out of the picture. If this didn't happen, Project Veritas would have found a way to get rid of him because they had a lot of things. They were on all the conference calls. But uh, he's gone, and we're happy he's gone. And the lower CNN's ratings go, it is better for the country. CaptainDeplorable45.com, Sean Farage, or President Trump. Mr. President, thanks so much for being with us, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I I got to tell you, so that was the end of that interview, and uh, <laughs> it's really, uh, Captain Deplorable is is really, really talented. I mean, that, that's, there are a lot of people that try to try to do good uh, Trump impersonations. I, I appreciate a good impersonation. I also want to get to one or two VIP emails that have come into us here and uh this one in particular uh stuck out to me justin one of our e uh one of our uh clay vips wrote in i would say a majority of my friends buck have never filled out a bracket to say 97 percent of the audience fills out brackets would be stretching it clay i'd give you 60 ish percent but that might be the high end 50 percent more realistic i'm just saying this is, you know, some of the VIPs are saying that I don't, this isn't like, uh, how, how have you never filled out a bracket? We have, I have multiple producers here in New York, so we'll have to address this when Clay gets back from Vegas, um, and we'll see how the brackets are doing up to this point. I have multiple producers here in New York, none of whom have ever filled out a bracket. So while I get, I get this lecture every day about how is it possible to be an American who has never filled out an NCAA bracket, um, a lot of people have never filled out an NCAA bracket. So remember, I went to a, a small liberal arts college where, uh, let's just say, sports were not exactly uh, a big deal. So uh, we didn't pay much attention to NCAA stuff then. So this, I can't believe it. We're already at the uh, the end of the Clan Buck Show for this Friday, uh, Friday, March 18th. And it's a sad moment because I'm not going to get to talk to you all until Monday. But this is where I tell you to please check out the uh, podcast of the show. If you missed any of it, uh, the Clay and Buck show, uh, you can follow Clay on Twitter at Clay Travis. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Um, I'm posting more and more there all the time. It's a great after show communication tool. You can also send me direct messages there, ideas for the show, stuff like that. Um, we're going to be diving in on Monday with all of the latest on Ukraine and oil prices and Democrats and all this stuff. So take a couple days this weekend to relax, kick back, try to get some some downtime with the family. I'm going to go see Tallulah, the chubby French bulldog that I miss so much, and spend some time with my fam on Saturday. Say hi to my little nephew who's now running around because he's like uh, 15 or 16 months old, I guess. So he's running all over the place. Get some family time going. Take some time to relax and Get ready for the fight once again on Monday, my friends. We go back into the breach. Team Reality, we'll talk to you then. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. 
That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.